feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. And I hope you all had a great New Year's Eve. Welcome to 2024 and welcome to the protests. Tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the Biden administration continuing to be very weak toward Iran and also the migrant crisis because there are so many things on the plate as we are now headed into a brand new year, but we still have the same old president and the same administration and the same often dangerous policies like a wide open southern border. And today we saw a lot of protests. I couldn't believe it. I mean, here it is. You know, it's New Year's Day. People just want to relax. A lot of people are traveling because they're visiting and they're coming from out of town. They're going to visit family. They've got a lot of stuff on their plate. And... This is one of the busiest travel days of the year. People are coming back from celebrating, enjoying, you know, trying to put uh, good riddance to 2023. And they just want to get to the airport. They got bags. They got traffic. They got all this stuff. And today they once again had these anti-Israeli protesters. Now, this to me is just unbelievable. These people just for some reason don't give up. And they also... Don't show any respect to other people. I mean, some of the things that they're shouting are vile, but they're also blocking traffic on the way to, you know, to JFK today. There were a whole bunch of flights that were delayed. It's unclear exactly how many of them were tied to this, but they believe at least some were tied to this. But certainly a lot of people had trouble getting on the roadways because these pro-Palestinian, anti-Israeli protesters were blocking So much of the roadway. And then the air train, they also were trying to tie up the air train. You know, you try to shuttle between different terminals, and then you got these people shouting, you know, Jews for genocide on it. You're like, "Uh, can't I just get to my uh, flight with Johnny and Susie? You know, I mean, this is just crazy. And luckily, there were a lot of law enforcement out. Port Authority was out. The NYPD, they were all out. And they did have a heads up that it was probably going to happen. But don't you think it is really, really time that they've just got to crack down on these people? Because how many times do we have to have traffic blocked? How many times do we have to have our day-to-day life blocked? And it's 2024. It's the first day of the year. Are we going to be seeing this? I bet you we will all the way till Election Day because they're not happy with anybody who shows any sort of support for Israel, any support for our greatest ally that was assaulted and had so many people murdered on October 7th. But these people don't see it this way. And in fact, by the way, this was stunning to me. Uh, a couple of days ago, they actually had a group that was supporting the Hootsies. Remember, the Hootsies are the ones that 
are uh, the Iranian-backed proxy groups. This is the group that is firing on U.S. ships and other ships in the Red Sea. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. And in the meantime, there's a protest in New York City where they were saying, Yemen, Yemen, make us proud, turn another ship around, cheering the Houthis taking over potentially U.S. ships and other ships in the Red Sea. And some of these ones were trying to kill people on ships. They were sending ballistic missiles in. Cheering that kind of activity? What are you doing on American soil? You need to be joining the Hootsies. You don't need to be uh, on American soil. You seem much more sympathetic to the Hootsies than you do to America. I don't think anybody should be joining the Hootsies. But my point is that these people just seem to have no appreciation for the country that they're in. I mean, that to me is a stunning moment. And so today, here they are blocking the roadways and people are downright angry. There were posts that were on social media. One person saying, break out the water cannons, enough of this crap. (laughs) That's one person's comment. Another person said, bring bulldozers, clear the road. People are fed up. Another person said, arrest all of these protesters. Absolutely disgusting. Scum of society. That's what people are calling them because they are so disenchanted that every time they turn around, there's some protester blocking their roadway, trying to ruin their day with their family or ruin their schedule. And that everybody has to bend over for these people that say vile and disgusting and hateful things. And in some cases, still praise Hamas. Despite all the evidence that's out there, despite even some of these stories that came out, there was a story in the New York Times over the weekend that was just unconscionable in terms of what happened to the Israelis on October 7th. And they talked about people who had not only been raped, but just horrible things beyond that, if that's even possible, happened. It's just, it was shocking to the conscience. And anybody, this is the New York Times. So this is, you know, a publication that at first, you know, was trying to kind of be balanced, as they say, covering both sides, even though I don't see how there are both sides when one group goes in and slaughters the Israelis. There's not two sides to that. But even the New York Times had a scathing story about what happened, and it made your skin curl just to hear what these horrible Hamas terrorists did to the Israelis. And there's still people out there that are cheering and chanting for Hamas after all that? I mean, what does it take? What does it take? So here's a little bit from these people chanting today. Listen to them. Here they are uh, blocking the roadways into JFK. They wanted to get into the terminals, by the way. Thank goodness they stopped them in the terminals. That's really scary because it makes me wonder what were they planning to do if they got into the terminals. You don't want these kind of people near any sort of equipment or getting onto the tarmac. Remember that crazy scene? It was, I think, at a Russian airport right after um, October 7th happened. And they were chasing after a Jewish flight. Remember screaming, saying, where's the Jewish flight? Where's the Jewish flight? I mean, what were these people going to do if they ran into a Jewish person at the airport? Or what were they going to do at the airport? I mean, you can't let these people in. But it's really scary. At least these people announced that they were sort of coming because they were blasting it all over social media, telling all their friends and followers to come on out. But what's going to happen when one day when they don't telegraph it that much? This is really scary stuff. But here they are today protesting on the roadway, chanting, shut it down. Listen to this. Shut it down! 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 
So because they're anti-Israeli, pro-Hamas, they think they have a right to shut down the road leading to JFK Airport. And after it didn't work there, then they went to LaGuardia. Then they also ended up in Wall Street today. Uh, What? Shut JFK down, shut LaGuardia down, shut Wall Street down, shut America down. Is that sort of the plan? Well, they tried to shut down the air train, which it did temporarily sort of come to a halt. Um, And here's one of the travelers describing the scene. Take a listen. From what we saw were only dozens, but I'm sure inside there was a lot more because they had to block off all entrances to the LIR train station from the air train connection and the even LIRR. Uh, train lobby, station lobby, was blocked off due to these protests. And who could forget, it was only a few days ago, that they were standing at the entrance of the World Trade Center shouting one of the most disgusting, vile things uh, because, of course, it was the World Trade Center site where those 19 hijackers who shouted Allah Akbar, of course, slammed the planes into the World Trade Center, and also into the Pentagon, and then that plane that went down in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Well, what do they do? They go to the entrance of the World Trade Center and shout, Allah Akbar. Remember this? That's amazing. And there were people actually after that that were cheering them on, saying, look, Muslims taking over the World Trade Center again. What kind of vile people actually put messages like that out, knowing what happened, of course, on 9-11? And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Mike, line two. Uh, Mike, this is really getting so out of hand that they think they can start the new year uh, by blocking airports. And uh, they tried last night, by the way, on New Year's Eve, and they got stopped, at least in New York. There's reports that they were uh, going after a few places, like in Sacramento and also in Chicago. They shut down some roads. Uh, New Jersey, they had a 180-car caravan uh, with the wheels of Palestine uh, that's what they were advertising on that caravan. So they're they're still everywhere, Mike. Oh yeah, everywhere. Happy New Year, Rita. All the best. You um, too. You too. Yeah. Uh, closing down. Da- Thank you. Closing down. Uh, protest roadways, Kennedy Airport, LaGuardia Airport, and 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 that's disgusting when they you know uh, yell uh, the phrase at World Trade Center. I mean. You know, when will it come to an end? Will it continue through probably, like you said, your opening statement, Rita, maybe up until Election Day? It is craziness 101. And uh, who knows when it might come to an end? But it's just uh, a continuation. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Right. And you know know what, Mike? Um, I do worry that it is going to go at least until Election Day. Um, and maybe beyond. Right. I mean, I mean, they don't seem look, they're not they're obviously not happy with uh, Trump's position because he's very supportive of Israel and they're not supportive of Biden's position supporting Israel, even though he flips and flops a little. Um, but so oh. <laughs> so they're not going to be happy with no matter what happens right now, if, if everything goes as it looks, it looks like it's going to be a Trump Biden matchup. I mean, we don't know yet, but but it looks that way. And I, anybody else yeah. on the GOP side, they're not going to be happy with. 
so, I mean, they're not going to yeah. be even after Election Day, they're not going to be happy. I shouldn't even say Election Day because they're going to keep on going. That's that sounds reasonable. They're going to keep on going. And he, he, here's something for you, Rita. I, I'll leave you with this. Um, you know, about taking uh, Donald Trump's name off the ballot, Colorado and uh, whatever they're trying. Hey, hey, how about all 50 states? Maybe uh, 75 percent of all 50 states. Take the psycho's name off the ballot, Biden. Take his name off the ballot. Let's see how that's going to work out. But it's, it's craziness again. Craziness, you know what, in every phase uh, 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 of his uh, presidency. And, and and the Middle East, forget it, man. I, I think it's just going to, you know, uh, uh, history repeating itself from 9-11, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the scary thing, uh, Mike, especially right now. Uh, with all these things going on in the world with Hamas and you got Russia and you got Iran, you got all these characters, North Korea, China, the list goes on and on and on. It is such a dangerous, tenuous time. And, you know, these people are sensing weakness. They're showing these, you know, protests too, I'm sure, in their home country. Look, look, Americans are on the streets. Uh, look at this. You know, it's like, and then you have also, let's not forget, Rashida Tlaib last week came out swinging and called Netanyahu a genocidal maniac. And that congresswoman came out and also said that anybody who meets with him is also supporting a war criminal. I, I like any member of Congress that spends time talking to Netanyahu is sort of par, you know, a facilitator of his evil in her words. And no matter what has happened and all the details, this congresswoman is still speaking like that. I mean, she's speaking like these protesters are. And I'm saying, what planet is she on? And does she represent America or, or who does she represent? It's, it is shocking. We're going to continue your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on another busy news day, the first one of 2024. The Rita Cosby Show. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Uh, they are staying well beyond alive. They are staying annoying. And that's what they're doing because they keep blocking the roadways everywhere we turn. And they then went down. After it didn't work out at JFK, then they moved over to LaGuardia. They got sort of blocked there. Then they went down to Wall Street. And it's the same group within our lifetime. 
And in fact, they posted uh, Monday afternoon online saying uh, airport is swarming with law enforcement and organizers were removed from Terminal 4. So they're communicating with each other as if they were surprised. They announced they were going to do it. And even if they don't announce they're going to do it, everybody has to be on guard that this is going to happen probably continuously for the rest of this year. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to, let's go to Will, line two. Will, your thoughts. Hey, Rita. So, you know, it's really a lot deeper than just this conflict. Over the past couple of decades, we've seen a lot of the America-hating, you know, left-wing lunatics. It doesn't matter if it's what we saw with George Floyd and the BLM riots. It doesn't matter if it's Zuccotti Park and Occupy Wall Street. As these movements start to get traction, you know, then you start to have your Soros supporters and the money funnelers start to, you know, start to break us up. And there's a reason for this. This did not start recently. I talked to a lot of Republicans, of which I'm not, but I'm, I'm more like an anti-Democrat. I'm a registered independent since I was 18. And they, they talk a lot about Marxism, but none of them have read Marx and Engels. None of them understand what conflict theory is. They don't understand what ideological subversion is. They haven't looked into it. And then they used to push it off as conspiracy theory. You know, today you're starting to see the ugly tree bear its rotten fruit. I was reading a study last year that 93 percent of college professors identify as left or far left. And only 3% identify as conservative. They have finally fully eradicated all free thought. So what does that mean? It means an idiot rubber stamping another idiot's PhD. And then it funnels all the way down into our lower school systems. And now we have these soft-headed intellectuals leading mob fulls of morons out there. These people don't know why Israel is in the West Bank or the Gaza Strip. They don't understand how they got there. The idea of charging Israelis with genocide when they were literally formed because they were the victims of genocide is absolutely absurd, but they wouldn't know that because they're literally stupid. Yeah, and also, Will, you just said they're in this little bubble, and I also think you hit it on the head. They're sort of professional protesters onto the next mission. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a very sad story coming from Greensboro, North Carolina, where now the good news is that three people have been charged in connection with the shooting that sadly killed an off duty Greensboro police sergeant. Police said that they charged these three different men after Sergeant Police Dale, F- Police Philip Dale Nix, was killed on Saturday at a gas station in Colfax, North Carolina. Now, according to the arrest warrants obtained by the magistrate's office, the three men were attempting to steal cases of beer to later sell to purchase narcotics. The warrants said what they did manage to steal amounted to about $83 worth. One of the men is charged with first-degree murder. Another is charged with accessory. Another one also with accessory. Additional charges are expected to be forthcoming. 
On Sunday, police said that Sergeant Nix served Greensboro, North Carolina for 23 years. He was a loving husband, a father, a son, a brother, said the police chief there, Chief Thompson of the Greensboro Police Department during a news conference. Police said that Sergeant Nix worked under many different assignments while he was there and was highly regarded by his colleagues. Uh, Multiple departments are working on this and more details are expected to be coming. But what a sad situation that he was trying to break up these guys who had just been uh, stealing beer to sell for narcotics, the beer, again, that they took, apparently $83 worth. And when he tried to interrupt their crime, uh, they apparently opened fire on this off-duty officer. What a sad situation. And, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with the Greensboro, North Carolina Police Department tonight. And, of course, uh, the Sergeant Nix and his family. Wow, what a tough, tough situation to hear. And it just shows that every single day, law enforcement, when they're working or off-duty, are always on guard, always trying to help and protect the community. And it is always a very dangerous and sometimes deadly, deadly job. And, of course, it's just a reminder of how much we have to appreciate our men and women in blue. Well, boy, do our men and women in blue have their hands full now with all these different protesters all over the place, uh, different parts all over the country. As I mentioned, there were some in Chicago, there were some in Sacramento, California, some in L.A., some in different parts in the South. They're all over the place. Uh, So how are they going on? How are they continuing And especially they're putting it all over the place. Hey, come join us. Uh, We're going to be here. We're going to take over this terminal. Luckily, today, the Port Authority was ready and said, "Uh uh-uh, you are not going near that terminal. The Port Authority doesn't have to answer to politicians. Uh, That's the good thing. Uh, The NYPD still has, of course, the commissioner, and the commissioner serves at the pleasure of the mayor and others. So they have to listen to sort of guidance from them, whereas Port Authority can just kind of take the law into their own hands and do their job. And they were able to very much block these people from getting into the airport. Uh, But it called really a huge delay to all the travelers because they suddenly had to start showing uh, whether they had, you know, picking up somebody or dropping off somebody or if they themselves was flying out. So they had to set up all these checkpoints. What a hassle as you're flying out. It's already such a hassle when you go to the airport and then you have to get delayed. You have to figure out where to move your bags, where to do this. It was a mess, all thanks to these anti-Israeli protesters. So what should we be doing with these people? Let's go to Mike in Ohio, line two. Uh, Mike, uh, what's your solution? Hey, how you doing, Rita Cosby? I used to watch you all the time on Fox News. I wonder what happened to you. Thank but, you, Mike. Thank you very, very much. And, and I'm thrilled to so say. looking with that mullet and that skinny nose and stuff or whatever. But anyway. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I always watch you all the time. And something about your raspy voice is so appealing. I don't know. I like it. And thank anyways, you, Mike. Um, I, I was listening to Glenn Beck, I think, a couple years ago. And they were talking about in France... They have special water cannons, and if you get sprayed by these water cannons, your your skin turns orange, and 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 it doesn't wash off. It takes like a couple of weeks or whatever before your skin, you know, does, is not orange anymore in your hair. And if they did that, those 
those protesters would, would disperse like after the second time, and all the bystanders they would get they would get the hell out of the way. And I'm I'm sure if they would you know imply that here, uh, you know it would work. You know you have to go to work the next day or class the next day or go down to the bodega the next day all orange and everybody knows exactly who you are and what you did. I'm gonna and look. That, by the way, Mike, I had not heard of that. I'm gonna look well, into I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's France, but Glenn Beck, I believe, was like a few years ago, he was talking about it. I wondered. By the way, did you hear in uh, in Germany? Uh, there yeah. were a couple of protesters that were in the road, and the police literally took them off the roadway and threw them down a hill. They were like, you know what? They're like, we're not going to tolerate this. Not only are you going to be arrested, you're going to be thrown down this hill. You know, it's like they have no time for that. And that's Germany saying that they don't like these anti-Israeli protesters. I mean, you know, and and yet in America, they're able to just kind of start roaming freely and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. I wish there could be, uh, like you said, that orange paint. I'm going to look into that, Mike, because that could be... I know I'm not imagining it because I laugh so hard. And just think, you got to go to work the next day or walk down the street the next day and you're all orange. But another thing, can I say another thing? Sure, real quick, Mike, go ahead. Well, I used to be a merchant marine, and I went down to uh, the Red Sea and stuff, and Bravo. I did the same thing as a as the Captain Phillips, the same route. Yeah. And a lot of countries, they have, like, gunboat escorts. And like South Korea, because we would stop in Salala Oman there. Yes. And there would be there would be there would be ships there from you know from other countries that would have like gunboat escorts. And it's like South Korea, they 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 never mess with South Korea because they would they would go up to their shore and start firing on them. But but you and know what's so, interesting? We have that U.S. Navy ship there that's been guiding them, but they don't seem to yeah. care. And yeah. you know you know that area too. By the way, I met the real Captain Phillips too. Um, and well, I, I, I sailed on the same fleet. Oh, cool! Very and, neat. Uh, the, the, yeah, they're uh, the Georgia or whatever. They're all, the Mersk. Yeah, and I know guys who sail with Captain Phillips. But uh, I was in during that time, and after the Captain Phillips thing, when you go past the Suez Canal, they got Navy SEALs that come on the ships. It's called uh, Trident. There is like a whole group of Navy SEALs that come on and walk around with machine guns. And So what do you think spray. needs to be done, Mike? Just because you do know that region, I'm curious, because what, what should we be doing? We're barely doing anything. I mean, we finally replied the other day when they started firing, but they've even shot like ballistic missiles at us, drones at uh, these us. People, these people, these, pe- these guys are children. You know what I mean? They're children that are allowed to kill people and beat their wives. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Hootsies, the, the yeah, rebels. All, yeah. all of them. The, the people, I used to be on the Great Lakes, and uh, like most of the guys on the ship were from Yemen. And they're like children. They, oh, I'm going to tell on you and all this stuff. And they stab each other in the back. And it's just this culture. It's like a trade-off. They say, okay, uh, you have to live underneath a totalitarian thing and and, and whatever, and you're allowed to beat your wife and do whatever you want as long as you, you know, put up with us, you know, and do this stuff or whatever. And they're, it's terrible. They, they, whatever. They, they've been killing each other since, you know, since the Bible, longer than that. The first uh, the first murder in the world was Cain and Abel, and they were fighting over how to how, how to worship God. And it's been going on since then. And so what, just, what should we do? I'm curious, too, just from even a logistical purpose, because you know, know, you know that region. Change their hearts and minds. I know that is the hard thing, just like you said. It is. It is. And on the other hand, I also don't like them to be taking advantage of America or Americans' allies and us not responding or doing something. I always, I've always believed, Mike, and I'm not a big, um, I don't, 
I don't, I don't welcome war by any means. I think there's a way to have peace through strength, the sort of Reagan doctrine that yeah. I think if you can if you can project that you're willing to do something, hopefully you never have to do it. But at least yeah. them worried about it, that might be preemptive. You know, and I don't feel like they are now. It's human nature not to be wrong, to show weakness and not to be wrong about something. You know what I mean? And 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 they and these people, these political guys in the Middle East, they uh, you know they use that. You know, people do not want to admit they're wrong ever. You know how people get mad when they're wrong about something stupid that doesn't even matter. It shows a sign of weakness, and people do not want to admit they are wrong, so they just keep doing it no matter what. They just get talked into doing this, and no matter what, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's a, that's a dangerous place to be, especially when you're dealing with these uh, fanatics, just as you know all too well. And by the way, Mike, um, uh, I think it was last year we helped uh, play a role to get the Merchant Marines the Congressional Gold Medal. Um, and we were with all the guys, a lot of the guys who were playing a role in Normandy and elsewhere. And it was one of, to me, one of the most beautiful days to be with some of those unsung heroes, um, like so many of the merchant mariners, uh, yeah. obviously like you and others, because you guys do incredible work. So I want to give a big shout out to all the merchant marines. Ships, pre-positioned ships with army stuff all over the place out there, just waiting for a war and whatever. I mean, whatever. Well, Anyways. that's the thing. You got we got to be careful. Just like you said, there's a lot of lot of factors in there for sure. Uh, Mike, thank you very much. I, it's great to connect with you, and and I'm glad uh, I'm glad you found me here on the Rita Cosby Show. It's wonderful. I hope you keep listening, Mike. Thank you so much, and thank you for your great service too. Thank you, thank you. Let's go to Phil and the Bronx. Phil, your thoughts. Yes. Good evening, Rita. Pleasure to speak with you again. Um, these uh, pro-Palestinian protesters and their tactics by assailing and attacking large uh, places of mass transportation, airports and Grand Central Station and other places. And, and I've got a theory here that they're connected in this triad of terror in this country. Mm-hmm. I, I read about this on the Internet. I think it's correct. The triad says, basically, here's what they're doing. Paralyzing the mobility of American citizens, instilling fear and, and, and angst on a large basis, large numbers of people frequent you know, airports and uh, Grand Central Station. Secondly, the illegals are doing the same thing, but they're doing it a different way. They're bleeding out the finances of people in the form of taxes. Okay, so that's another point down that they're pulling us down. <clears throat> the third thing is, is that we have it in education, too. We have this distinction of men. We have this thing about children learning about age of five or six, this pornography in school libraries. This is a triad heavily financed, according to them, by the likes of Soros and uh, other very affluent left-wing Democrats. But what scares me, Rita? In conclusion, most of all, is that the American public sits back and says, gee, I hope somebody else can get rid of this problem. I'm not going to do it. So what do you propose we do? What do we propose? That, you know, Listen. the problem is, and you hit a lot of points there, Phil, um, and all, I think, spot on in a lot of ways. It's a lot of layers to combat. There's there's a lot of hot spots right now. We're, we're the protest for Israel. The, the, the loud, noisy, you know, but, but, but decent people 
out there in huge numbers, 500, 1,000 of them protesting for Israel? Or, or what do we have people going out there doing, doing things of, that were positive that the citizens should do? Part of your responsibility as a citizen of the United States is, is, is really twofold. If, if you're a man to serve in the military, and if you're a man or a woman, to stand up for your rights and get involved. This country was founded on a revolution. You understand? That's the problem here. People are sitting back watching their, their TV, their cable TV on their phones and saying, well, I'll let somebody else worry about it, but I'll complain a lot, you know? No, I agree. People do need to start speaking out and doing something because you're right. Um, it is just so abundantly clear that there are so many things seriously wrong and we are all bearing the brunt of it. I mean, that's the other issue, too, that it is well beyond even the issues um, that you're talking about. I mean, there's so many problems where I see so many hot spots and so many things that just don't make sense in terms of the fact that why are we paying for the migrant crisis that we didn't ask for? You know, I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. And the protests, just like you said, there are a lot of good people who support Israel. And at first they were doing sort of competing rallies. And then uh, I think they just got, uh, you know, hope. I think they just faded away. Uh, a lot of these people that are pro-Israel, they haven't, you know, faded their passions, but getting to the streets. But you're right. Maybe it's time that they get out there and say enough and start calling on law enforcement to say, wait a minute. I think good people of good conscience should say there's something wrong about these people protesting, especially in front of the World Trade Center. Allah Akbar. I mean, I think it doesn't almost get any more disgusting. And clearly they're planning on continuing with 2024 just as they were doing in 2023. I don't see any end in sight. And they're not going to be happy. That's the other thing, Phil. They're not going to be happy no matter who gets elected in November. If the choices are who we see now, they're not going to like they don't like Biden. They don't feel he's doing enough to support them. And they certainly don't like Trump or any of the GOP candidates either because they're even more supportive of Israel. So these people, uh, there does need to be good people of good conscience speaking out. And you're right. They can't always pass it on to other folks. Um, I agree. And also some of these members of Congress, I mean, some have spoken out, but there needs to be more of them, too. They can't sit there back and lollygag and pretend like, oh, yeah, I support Israel uh, but then when the time comes, they don't do anything to condemn this. And also, by the way, President Biden, uh, I contend he's also waffling because on one hand he says, yeah, I support Israel. But then he should also be cracking down on these protests and saying this should not be happening in the streets of America. He can't let it. He can't allow it to foment anymore and get in even more out of hand. I can't imagine if it starts blocking roadways every single day or other things every single day. And it may get to that. Uh, because I don't see these people uh, surrendering. They are so frustrated. And as this continues, we just heard from Netanyahu the other day. He thinks this is going to go on at least a few more months, at least, if not a year or two. This is going to go on a long time. And you're right. We can't be complacent. one 800 848 I'll continue with your calls after the break. This is The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show. 
coming up in the next hour here on the Rita Cosby Show. We're going to talk about the way some of these migrant buses are getting around the executive order by Eric Adams. Remember, he said, "Okay, you got to give New York City 32 hours notice and you can only come between 830 and noon. Well, now some buses are going into New Jersey and then they put the migrants from Texas that get to New Jersey Then they put them on a train, and then they're not technically on buses coming in. Also, on the border, they had the highest number ever of illegal migrants crossing in a single month in American history in December. We're going to talk about that. And also, as we were just talking about what's going on in the Red Sea, that we have a president who seems to be appeasing Iran and these rebel groups. And you just heard from Mike from Ohio, who was one of those merchant marine guys out there. And he said, these Hootsie guys, a lot of these guys are just little young kids. They're just kind of like, you know, young little pirates. Why are we so tepid? They're all backed with Iran. Some of them are using ballistic missiles and drones. Clearly, they don't have it. They're getting them from Iran as funding. So why are we not going after Iran or at least sending a message to Iran and sending a message to the Hootsies as well? Why are we walking on eggshells? And is that creating the crisis that we are in and that we're heading to, sadly, this year? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jake, line three. Go ahead, Jake. Hi, Rita. I heard um, Curtis Sleeva say that he was on the ground when they took over the Brooklyn Bridge, these pro-Palestinian or pro-Hamas people. And that he said he said half of them were Antifa. I've heard that too. I've heard anybody knows that. I've heard that too. I've heard that a number of them. I didn't hear the number, um, but Curtis, I'm sure, was down there and saw it. And that's that doesn't surprise me because they seem to be sort of these pro, you know, professional protester types that just kind of hop from one location. Well, they are Soros people. So he's the one behind all this. He's also behind this um, in our lifetime now movement. He, I mean, somebody's got to bring this guy down. I don't care if they use RICO charges, whatever they got to do. He is poisoning us. Well, and also you, you could bet that members of Congress could really investigate. I mean, they're spending their time investigating parents and all these other things, the domestic member, Catholic priests. Uh, why aren't you investigating who is funding some of these groups that are spewing hate on the streets and also some of these others that are funding terrorism? I mean, there are some Americans, there was a story about a couple that was supporting Hamas, sort of a wealthy, uh, you know, elite couple in America. What are they doing? How are we even allowing that? How are we allowing them to fund some of these groups that are out there burning the American flag? We could find justification. Why are we not going after them? Why are we not investigating it? I think it's the same reason they're afraid to step in.